Welcome to the Behind Their Business Podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community for business owners to connect in called the Confident CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. Welcome back to the Behind Their Business Podcast, or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Today, our guest is going to share all about her life as being a mom, mompreneur, how the experience of being her being, oh my gosh, I can't talk to you guys, how the experience of being a mom has influenced her life and her business. And she's also going to share about her two little girls, how she's a full-time government employee while running her two businesses, Book of Bijou and the Empowered by Women platform on the side. So clearly she has a lot going on. She has a lot that she can share with us, which I think is so incredible. So Please welcome to the show, Crystal Jugarup. Crystal, I'm so glad you're here. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You are so, so welcome. So let's dive in. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your story. Where were you at? Well, you know what? I want you to share as much as you feel comfortable with sharing. So I know you have two daughters. Are you comfortable talking about them and how they've kind of like allowed you to start your businesses while working your full-time job as well? Like share as much as you feel comfortable sharing right now in terms of your journey. Absolutely. I love talking about them. Um, So if we're bringing it back, I've always been a very passionate person and I've always believed in doing things that you feel passionate about. So ever since I can remember, I was just very creative and I always knew I was going to go down the entrepreneurship route eventually. Um, So I've always been very crafty. And after I had my first daughter in 2018, February of 2018, obviously that was, there was that period of like trying to figure out the new mom role and things like that. And a few months later, I was like, okay, I really need to find my way back to me as a person. And so I tried to get back into my creative roots. I've also always loved fashion. I used to sell jewelry with Stella and Dot. So I had amassed this really incredible um, jewelry collection. But I started doing all of these DIYs. And with a kid, DIYs, I feel like it goes hand in hand, prepping for birthday parties and all of the other fun events. So I decided to just create a YouTube channel. And doing those DIYs was kind of like my way to have me time to be able to create and not just focus on being a mom, even though I got to stay home with her 
for a full year, which was incredible. I still needed that hour or two every now and then, right? To just focus on things that I love doing aside from being a mom. So I had my YouTube channel. Um, I still just very, very part-time like sold Stella and Dot on the side. And after having my second daughter, um, I had this problem with my jewelry. We were living in a small house and I had so much jewelry. I was no longer stylist, but I had so much jewelry and it was just taking up all of my shelf space. And in a small home with two kids, shelf space is so valuable, right? And I could not find a good solution online for how to store all of my pieces. I was just tired of looking at it, but everything that was like enclosed or compact was so obviously a jewelry organizer and I didn't want that so I couldn't find a solution so being there very naturally crafty I was like you know what I'm just gonna DIY one it's gonna be more great content I can upload to YouTube so literally in the middle of the night August 11th I made sure to remember this date because I was like this is gonna be a big date to remember in the future <laughs> it was in the middle of the night and I was holding my then seven-month-old daughter in bed waiting for her to fall back asleep so that was like my best brainstorming time uh at the time and I was like okay how am I gonna do this DIY it really was just gonna be for myself um but the more I thought about it I probably stayed awake for like an hour or two just laying in bed that night the more I realized like the merit of the design and the next day I hit the ground running and that's what led to Book of Bijou um, so I started looking into how to file a patent and how to find a manufacturer. And we launched for pre-orders in 2021. Um, that's in itself and dealing with the manufacturer is just like a whole nother story for another day. Um, but when I launched that company, I went into it knowing that I really wanted to support other women-owned businesses. Since we don't sell our own jewelry, it made sense for me to want to support women-owned jewelry brands. So that was kind of the start into my women empowerment um, passion. And earlier in 2022 is when we launched our Empowered by Women platform. And we're hoping to host a ton of vendor fairs, networking events, things like that. We were able to host our first women's empowerment market in May of this year in Martinez, California, if anyone knows where that is. Um, but we had 20 women-owned businesses. I got to bring my daughters along with me. They loved it. Of course, they loved the shopping. But just being able to expose them to that kind of experience and see women all around them doing things that they love and creating income and a life that they love for themselves, I think is just so fulfilling and empowering and it feels so amazing oh my gosh so much to talk about right here first of all can you explain what book of bijou is if somebody is not familiar with the brand because when I saw it I was like it, it kind of blew my mind because it's so beautiful and it's so smart the way that you've done it so can you can you explain in more detail what this is absolutely so it really really started specifically because of my statement necklaces I didn't have a great place to put my statement necklaces, but I didn't want them all just jumbled up in a box. So the way I had them, they were just laying on their original cardstock from their original packaging and sitting in a box, but at least they were still in that lay flat manner where I could see what it looked like. And I was like, okay, I need something that still gives me that functionality, but looks significantly cuter. And something that I just didn't didn't keep my jewelry out in the open like it could actually be enclosed but didn't look like a jewelry organizer 
So I love interior decorating. That's another one of my just like speed passions. I love everything creative. And I've always loved the idea of coffee table books. I think they're so chic, so modern, so sophisticated. So I was like, if I can create these pages, these rigid pages where my necklaces can still lay flat, but then I can put them in a book that would solve all of my problems. So Book of Bijou has the functionality of a binder where you can choose which pages go into your book. And the exterior is designed to look like a coffee table book. So you can literally close it up, slide it on your shelf, and it would just fit seamlessly with your home decor. And no one would even know that there's jewelry in there. So yeah, me personally, with my huge jewelry collection, I have four books, um, one full of earrings, one full of necklaces, one with statement necklaces, one with rings and bracelets. That's how much jewelry I have. <laughs> but they're designed to look so great together. So even though you have multiple, it's just like a little library of books. And no one ever looked at a library and was like, mm, gross. <laughs> That's right? so cool. It looks and really great. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I love this idea so much because the first thing that I'm thinking of is like, if I'm traveling, I always want to take jewelry with me, but I feel like this is the way I do it and it's terrible. I'm like throwing like necklaces into like a Ziploc bag because I'm like, I don't know how to take these, (laughs) but like literally with these books, you can just take all of your earrings, all of your necklaces and just pop them in a suitcase too. So it's Uh like, it's so easy to travel with too. So I don't know if that's something that you even thought of when you were creating it, but (laughs) it's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, we've definitely thought about it. And with the way that they're designed, there's elastics on all of the pages to make sure your jewelry is secured down to the page. So even though you're flipping through pages or you're traveling with it, there's very little movement for your jewelry. So it's not going to get tangled or it's not going to be constantly scratching up against each other. They do come with a dust bag to make it easier for travel. But I do hope in the future to be able to launch an actual travel case with a zipper all around right now it's just a magnetic closure so you wouldn't need the dust bag still like you're clearly thinking ahead which is amazing I love this so all right so we talked about that how are you how are you managing all of this while working a full-time job (laughs) while raising two children I'm assuming do you have a partner at home who's helping as well I do. Yes. Um, Luckily, we also have the girls going to daycare during the week, which is nice. For my full-time job, I am teleworking. So that's nice as well. Uh, Right now, my current position, I'm an instructor in my job. So when I am instructing, it's taking up the whole day. So the teleworking kind of doesn't help that much because I'm still completely busy from my nine to five or seven 30 to four. Um, But a lot of it is kind of just working with the time that you have. And I think also finding ways where you can work alongside your kids, as well as kind of bringing them on to help you do whatever it is you need to do. And that's all like the little stuff, the busy work. Um, When I had my market, I had them help me stuff the little tote bags that they were giving away. And they absolutely loved that. And they wanted to come on and like hand them out to people. Um, Sometimes when I'm prepping boxes, I bring it down to our dining table where they're coloring and then we kind of just share the dining table. So even though uh, I'm getting stuff done for the business, at least I can still watch and easily stop doing whatever I'm doing if they want to show me their pretty picture or something like that. So a lot of times it's it's managing, you know, what you're working on and when. So 
when I want to be kind of more involved with them, I work on things that, you know, don't take a lot of thoughts, like putting together boxes, something that I could easily step away from at a moment's notice, and it's not going to ruin my flow at all. And then we do give them, you know, their tablets occasionally. So when they get screen time, I get screen time. That's when I'm on my computer, updating my website, uh, responding to emails, uh, creating reels or whatever it is on my phone. And then bedtime, of course. Oh my gosh, bedtime could be like the biggest waste of time. They still take like an hour to fall asleep, which drives me crazy. Um, So a lot of times, again, I'm using that time to create content or something like that. I'm not just sitting in bed twiddling my thumbs like, when can I get work done? I'm trying to use my time as wisely as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so interesting. Like When I was in my nine to five job and I had my side, ha- my, my side hustle, I didn't have kids. And then I found out I was pregnant. And then like, you know, just being pregnant is like a thing in and of itself where you're just tired uh-huh. and uncomfortable. <laughs> whatnot but then once the kids come it's like also completely different it's so interesting at every stage like the the newborn stage where you can kind of get more done because they don't move you could just kind of like stick them in a bassinet or something they're just sitting there and then you have like the toddler stage where that's by far been the hardest for my my son is three right now and Mm -hmm. he's crazy (laughs) Yeah, he's wild. Like you have to watch him or else he will definitely hurt himself. So learning how to juggle all of it is has definitely been interesting for me as for me as well. But I love how you said to kind of incorporate the things that you're doing with them. So like packaging the boxes while they're coloring or something like or inviting them in to help you in some way if possible. So I think that's a really good tip for people who are kind of in this phase of trying to quote unquote, like juggle everything and like do it all, but they're feeling slightly overwhelmed. So speaking of that, have you noticed anything else? Like, do you have any like other tangible tips that you've noticed that have helped? Or like, I know you obviously work with a lot of different women. Have they shared anything with you that you think would be helpful for other women? Um, Well, going back to just me personally, uh, especially, you know, when they were younger and when I was still kind of just getting into the groove of things, mom guilt was absolutely real. It still absolutely is real and it can weigh down on you a ton. So when they're younger and when you like have to watch them, so they're not sticking marbles up their nose or like choking on anything. Um, a lot of that time I was just, you know, sacrificing my sleep. And, you know, when things are important for you, you make the time for it. So that was me making the time for it by sacrificing my sleep. Um, But now I think I've become more intentional about giving myself grace and knowing I need to be able to do this for myself. And it makes me a better mother in the long run if I am able to take an hour or two to step away and to focus on being creative or to build this business, which I know at the end of the day, I'm building to create a life, not just for me, but for my entire family. So I think it's so important to find yourself in a space where you are giving yourself grace and you are allowing yourself to have those moments to step away when needed. And I think one of the biggest tips is making sure you communicate that with your partner. Because I know with me and Daniel, my fiance, we definitely had our moments where we needed to talk it out because for a lot of 
the beginning parts of it, I was kind of just walking away and not saying anything and hoping he would take care of the girls. And he kind of felt like you're not spending enough time with the girls. And he had one perspective of it. I had one perspective of it. Um, but then when we actually got to communicate, then it, I feel like flowed so much easier and there was a lot less guilt and he would, you know, understand why I would have to step away. Even my girls, they're like understanding, oh, you're doing this for your business. Oh my God. My oldest daughter, she's only four, but she's turning five in February. She is like, so picking up on all of these little entrepreneurial mindsets, I feel like. And every time like she knows I step away, oh, you're doing things for your business. Oh, I had to go somewhere last night. And she was like, oh, you're meeting people. Like, what are you talking to them about? I was like, I have to meet people because, you know, I'm trying to build a business and you want to have a big circle of people that you know and blah, blah, blah. And then I would always like have that opportunity to kind of explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you can see the wheels kind of turning in her head like, oh, that makes sense. And then you don't again, you don't feel so guilty because she's kind of like learning and understanding why you're doing what you're doing. And it's not like, oh, mommy, you're leaving me. Why do you never want to play with me? Like she understands why I'm doing it. So having that communication with your partner as well as your kids, you know, of course, when they're old enough, <laughs> you can't have it with a nine month old. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my gosh. I you could not underestimate the level of communication that's necessary as an entrepreneur with your partner, like with your partner, with your kids. My son is three, but even literally right before this call, he was asking to spend time with me. He said, I want to see mommy. I want to see mommy. I was like, okay, I will be out in 30 minutes. I'm going to go on the computer. I'm going to do some work and I'll be out in 30 minutes. He goes, okay, 30 minutes, mommy. Okay. 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's like just setting those expectations. And he doesn't know what 30 minutes means yet. He's three, but he knows that like, if I'm in my office with the doors closed, this is my time to work. And I'm, I'm sure that you feel the same way, but I'm so glad that I'm able to show him that we are able to build like quote unquote, alternative lifestyles by creating businesses, by being entrepreneurs, by showing them what's possible. And it sounds like your daughter, even at almost five years old, is almost like learning to become an entrepreneur herself based on what you've been doing, which is so cool. I just, I love that. I love to see the ripple effect, especially from women and moms who are running their own businesses to see that like ripple over to their kids. So that's just so amazing to me. I love that so much. I know she blows my mind constantly. And once she started getting the hang of like, oh, okay, mommy has a business and starting to really understand that she kind of started saying that everything that she does is a business. <laughs> she's cute. <laughs> she's a very much a girly girl. So she has like the makeup, the nail polish, everything. And then like every room in the house was one of her businesses. Like she has this little vanity where she does her nails. She's like, that's my nail business. That's my hair business, blah, blah, blah. And I have to share this story because- Sometimes she brings like her makeup and nail stuff to my mom's house. We go to visit her every weekend and she did my mom's nails and my mom gave her $5. And so my daughter was telling me about it a few days later and she was like, grandma gave me $5 for my business. And I responded and I said, oh, that's right. You did have a little business at grandma's house, right? And she says, no, it was a big business. And I oh like, took gosh. a step back my and I was like, you're my baby for sure. I love you. You're going to do amazing things. And I like that moment, I was like, just so excited and so proud of her. And that's absolutely like kind of mindset that I want them to have to know, like what you said, 
that there are so many different paths you can take in life. My mom was very traditional. I went to college, not a college that I I wanted to go to. Um, I did get my uh, bachelor's degree in business with a focus on entrepreneurship. Again, I always had that in the back of my mind. I was like, I know this is going to be my path in the future. Um, but me being able to express that to them on a daily basis that they can do whatever they want and actually be like a living example of I am doing something other than your typical path that society is going to lay out for you, um, I think is so powerful. Oh my gosh, I cannot agree more. And the fact that she said that she has a big business is so incredible. It took me years to realize that when I was an adult. <laughs> after being in business after have actually having a tangible business so oh my gosh she's gonna rule the world one day that's so incredible oh my gosh I know she like just continues to surprise me and she's like just she was always very naturally shy but and I don't want to take all the credit but I do feel like a lot of like my personality and mindset as an entrepreneur of course kind of molds her she's already doing so much she does gymnastics and ballet and she's trying to get into modeling so when she started getting into modeling or I asked her, I said, are you sure you want to do this? Because if you do this, you're going to have to have an interview with a big person, an adult. And she was like, that's fine. They're just people. Yep. You just continue to say the most amazing things. And that is absolutely like the kind of person I want you to be. I want you to be open to meeting people. I want you to want to be around other people that are doing other amazing things. And you can just see like the creativity and the ambition in her. And of course, I have to give her a lot of credit. I still have to give my partner credit. But I think a lot of it also has to do with um, the fact that I am able to kind of trickle down that mindset to her, as you said. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. They're just people like it's such a simple concept. But I mean, even grown adults don't understand that. So again, so cool. Now, I have a question that's kind of different, but you're obviously very busy right now. You have two companies, you're working full-time, you have two kids, but I want to know what do you do for fun? Like, what do you do to relax, to kind of like turn things off in your mind and your life? I'm sure there's something there. I know you're laughing right now and you're probably like, there's no way I could do anything fun, but I feel like there has to be something there. Um, I do occasionally, you know, indulge in the Netflix shows um but a lot of time when I do need to take a step away and just do something fun the only thing that really like shuts my mind off is doing something with my kids like doing an activity with them because I still am at the end of the day a very creative person a very hands-on person um so I like to be doing things Mm -hmm. so if I'm kind of just sitting there and I don't know, just sitting around the house, like my mind is still going to be working and thinking of all these things. So even if I go to the gym, like I love, I do love going to the gym and I love working out, but when I'm at the gym, I'm still like brainstorming all these things that I want to do. So the only thing that really allows me to step away from all that is planning something with my kids and just being really present with them. Mm -hmm. That's, I actually want to go back to that because the whole mom guilt thing, if you allow yourself to have that hour to step away that gives you the opportunity to actually be really present with them once you do come back to them versus you trying to do everything with them all the time. Then you're kind of halfway in your business, halfway with the kids, and it doesn't really work out. So being able to step away from them to do what you need to do and then come back to them and give them your full self, I think is so important. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's that's so true. For years, when my 
son was first born, probably for like the first two years of his life, I tried to do both. I tried to juggle both things. Like I, he would be, I mean, for the first like year, he wasn't moving much because he's a, a newborn, a baby. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was easier then. I could just be on the couch on my laptop and him next to me. But even once he started to move and become more mobile, I would still try to like take my laptop out into the kitchen and try to get work done while he was just like moving around and destroying the house. And it was really hard. And I would notice myself almost like resenting him, which is awful. But like having these feelings of like, oh, why, why are you taking my focus away from my work right now? Like I want to be focused on doing work. And I noticed, like you said, after I was able to like shift my focus to be like focused time on work, focused time on him, not only did I feel better, our relationship got better. I don't, he probably didn't realize it, but I mean, I noticed a difference and then I made more money in my business too, because I was able to focus more. So it's, it's, there's so many positive things that happen when you can split your focus accordingly. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, we have reached Oh my gosh. How did we go through that interview so fast? I feel like I, I could talk I feel about like this I could for like be talking forever. <laughs> wow. Well, Especially they- when you're talking with like moms that actually get it, they're in the business and that's amazing. Just, you know, real quick, I think a lot of times moms feel like they're alone in it, but once you like put yourself out there and you're being vulnerable about your situation, you will see tribes and tribes of women saying, I absolutely resonate with what you're saying. I've been there. I feel you. And you're absolutely not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I love having moms on the episode because like we could just talk for days because every mom right. is like going through something somewhat similar, but also just to, like you said, show other people that they're not alone because it can be very lonely, especially if you have an online business and you are a solopreneur working from home, you don't see anybody except for your kids most days. Right. And mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I'm really glad you mentioned that because this is a safe space to come to, to really get real and be vulnerable and hear that it's not easy and that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for being here. Thank you for sharing your story of being a mom and everybody go buy her coffee table jewelry books because they're so stinking cute. And I, I need to get some for myself because my jewelry is a hot mess, but um, Crystal, where could everybody connect with you if they want to learn more? Um, so we have two Instagram pages for both of our businesses, a book of Bijou, a book like you read and Bijou is French for jewelry. Um, Empowered by Women is the one where we're focusing on empowering women, hosting our events, um, providing small business tips and insights and things like that. So that's empowered by, and then women is spelled W-M-N, but I'm sure you'll link everything. And if you do want to shop our books, you can go to www.bookofbijou.com. So you can always send me a DM on Instagram. I'm very active on both of them and I'd be happy to chat. That's great. And yes, we will link everything in the show notes to make it super easy. So thank you again for being here. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of The Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at behindtheirbusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. 
If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.